Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. It's the rally to save America, and President Trump is speaking in Washington, D.C. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Let's not wait any longer. Let's take it to the president. He's been speaking. Let's hear what he has to say. Constitutional lawyers in our country. He has the absolute right to do it. We're supposed to protect our country, support our country, support our Constitution, and protect our Constitution. States want to revote. The states got defrauded. They were given false information. They voted on it. Now they want to recertify. They want it back. All Vice President Pence has to do is send it back to the states to recertify. And we become president, and you are the happiest people. And I actually, I just spoke to Mike. I said, Mike, that doesn't take courage. What takes courage is to do nothing. That takes courage. And then we're stuck with a president who lost the election by a lot. And we have to live with that for four more years. We're just not going to let that happen. Many of you have traveled from all across the nation to be here. And I want to thank you for the extraordinary love. That's what it is. There's never been a movement like this ever, ever. For the extraordinary love for this amazing country and this amazing movement. Thank you. By the way, this goes all the way back past the Washington Monument. Do you believe this? Look at this. this. Unfortunately, they gave the press the prime seats. I can't stand that. No, but you look at that behind. I wish they'd flip those cameras and look behind you. That is the most amazing sight. When they make a mistake, you get to see it on television. Amazing. Amazing. All the way back. And don't worry, we will not take the name off the Washington Monument. We will not. Cancel culture. You know, they wanted to uh, get rid of the Jefferson Memorial. Either take it down or just put somebody else in there. I don't think that's going to happen. It damn well better not. Although with this administration, if this happens, it could happen. You'll see some really bad things happen. They'll knock out Lincoln, too, by the way. They've been taking his statue down. But then we signed a little law. You hurt our monuments, you hurt our heroes, you go to jail for 10 years, and everything stopped. You notice that? It stopped. It all stopped. And they could use Rudy back in New York City, Rudy. They could use you. Your city's going to hell. They want Rudy Giuliani back in New York. We'll get a little younger version of Rudy. Is that okay, Rudy? We're gathered together in the heart of our nation's capital for one very, very basic and simple reason, to save our democracy. You know, most candidates on election evening, and of course, this thing goes on so long, they still don't have any idea what the votes are. We still have congressional seats under review. They have no idea. They've totally lost control. They've used the pandemic as a way of defrauding the people in a proper election. But you know, 
You know, when you see this and when you see what's happening, number one, they all say, sir, we'll never let it happen again. I said, that's good, but what about eight weeks ago? You know, they try and get you to go. They say, sir, in four years, you're guaranteed. I said, I'm not interested right now. Do me a favor, go back eight weeks. I want to go back eight weeks. Let's go back eight weeks. We want to go back and we want to get this right because we're going to have somebody in there that should not be in there and our country will be destroyed and we're not going to stand for that. For years, Democrats have gotten away with election fraud and weak Republicans, and that's what they are. There's so many weak Republicans and we have great ones. Jim Jordan and some of these guys, they're out there fighting. The House guys are fighting. But it's, uh, it's incredible. Many of the Republicans, I helped them get in. I helped them get elected. I helped Mitch get elected. I helped. I could name 24 of them, let's say. I won't bore you with it. And then all of a sudden, you have something like this, and it's like, oh, uh, gee, maybe I'll talk to the president sometime later. No, it's amazing. The weak Republicans, they're pathetic Republicans, and that's what happens. If this happened to the Democrats, there'd be hell all over the country going on. There'd be hell all over the country. But just remember this, you're stronger, you're smarter, you've got more going than anybody, and they try and demean everybody having to do with us. And you're the real people. You're the people that built this nation. You're not the people that tore down our nation. The weak Republicans, and that's it, I really believe it. I think I'm going to use the term, the weak Republicans. You got a lot of them, and you got a lot of great ones, but you got a lot of weak ones. They've turned a blind eye, even as Democrats enacted policies that chipped away our jobs, weakened our military, threw open our borders, and put America last. Did you see the other day where Joe Biden said, I want to get rid of the America first policy. What's that all about? Get rid of, how do you say I want to get rid of America first? Even if you're going to do it, don't talk about it, right? Unbelievable what we have to go through. What we have to go through, and you have to get your people to fight. And if they don't fight, we have to primary the hell out of the ones that don't fight. You primary them. We're going to, we're going to let you know who they are. I could already tell you, frankly. But this year, using the pretext of the China virus and the scam of mail-in ballots, Democrats attempted the most brazen and outrageous election theft. And there's never been anything like this. It's a pure theft in American history. Everybody knows it. That election, our election, was over at 10 o'clock in the evening. We're leading Pennsylvania, Michigan, Georgia, by hundreds of thousands of votes. And then late in the evening or early in the morning, boom, these explosions of bullshit. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it started to happen. Don't forget, when Romney got beat, Romney, hi. Did you see his, I wonder if he enjoyed his flight in last night. But when Romney got beaten, you know, he stands up like you're more typical. Well, I'd like to congratulate the victor. The victor, who was the victor, Mitt? 
I'd like to congratulate. They don't go and look at the facts. Now, I don't know. He got, he got slaughtered, probably. Maybe it was okay. Maybe it was — that's what happened. But we look at the facts, and our election was so corrupt that in the history of this country, we've never seen anything like it. You can go all the way back. You know, America is blessed with elections all over the world. They talk about our elections. You know what the world says about us now? They say, we don't have free and fair elections. And you know what else? We don't have a free and fair press. Our media is not free. It's not fair. It suppresses thought. It suppresses speech. And it's become the enemy of the people. It's become the enemy of the people. It's, a, it's the biggest problem we have in this country. No third world countries would even attempt to do what we caught them doing. And you'll hear about that in just a few minutes. Republicans are — Republicans are constantly fighting like a boxer with his hands tied behind his back. It's like a boxer. And we want to be so nice. We want to be so respectful of everybody, including bad people. And we're going to have to fight much harder. And Mike Pence is going to have to come through for us. And if he doesn't, that will be a, a sad day for our country, because you're sworn to uphold our Constitution. Now it is up to Congress to confront this egregious assault on our democracy. And after this, we're going to walk down, and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down. We're going to walk down anyone you want, but I think right here, we're going to walk down to the Capitol. And we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. And we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them. Put me up. Because you'll never... We're going to have more from President Trump. Uh, if he keeps speaking, what else he's got uh, to say? Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today. President Trump still speaking at the rally to save America there in Washington, D.C. Says he's going to walk with the rally uh, to Congress, to, to the Capitol. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Let's take it back to the president. Line of demarcation. The only line that we have is the veto of the president of the United States. So this is now what we're doing, a far more important election than it was two days ago. I want to thank the more than 140 members of the House. Those are warriors. They're over there working like you've never seen before, studying, talking, actually going all the way back, studying the roots of the Constitution because they know we have the right to send a bad vote that was illegally gotten. They gave these people bad things to vote for, and they voted, because what did they know? And then when they found out a few weeks later, again, it took them four years to devise this screen. And the only unhappy person in the United States, single most unhappy, is Hillary Clinton, because she said, why didn't you do this for me four years ago? Why didn't you do this for me four years ago? Change the votes, 10,000 in Michigan. You could have changed the whole thing, but uh, she's not too happy. You don't, she, you don't see her anymore. What happened? Where's Hillary? Where is she? But I want to thank all of those congressmen and women. I also want to thank our 13 most courageous members of the U.S. Senate, 
Senator Ted Cruz, Senator Ron Johnson, Senator Josh Hawley, Kelly Loeffler. And Kelly Loeffler, I'll tell you, she has been, she's been so great. She worked so hard. So let's give her and David a little special hand, because it was rigged against them. Let's give her and David. Kelly Loeffler, David Perdue. They fought a good race. Uh, they never had a shot. That equipment should never have been allowed to be used. And I was telling these people, don't let them use this stuff. Marsha Blackburn, terrific person. Mike Braun, Indiana. Steve Daines, great guy. Bill Haggerty, John Kennedy, James Langford, Cynthia Lums, Tommy Tuberville, the coach, and Roger Marshall. We want to thank them. Senators that stepped up, we want to thank them. I actually think, though, it takes, again, more courage not to step up. And I think a lot of those people are going to find that out. And you better start looking at your leadership, because your leadership has led you down the tubes. You know, we don't want to give $2,000 to people. We want to give them $600. Oh, great. How does that play politically? Pretty good. And this has nothing to do with politics. But how does it play politically? China destroyed these people. We didn't destroy them. China destroyed them. Totally destroyed them. We want to give them $600. And they just wouldn't change. I said, give them $2,000. We'll pay it back. We'll pay it back fast. You already owe $26 trillion. Give them a couple of bucks. Let them live. Give them a couple of bucks. And some of the people here disagree with me on that, but I, I just say, look, you got to let people live. And how does that play, though? Okay, number one, it's the right thing to do. But how does that play politically? I think it's the primary reason, one of the primary reasons. The other was just pure cheating. That was the primary, super primary reason. But you can't do that. You got to use your head. As you know, the media has constantly asserted the outrageous lie that there was no evidence of widespread fraud. Did you ever see these people? While there is no evidence of fraud, or really? Well, I'm going to read you pages. I hope you don't get bored listening to it. Promise? Don't get bored listening to it. All those hundreds of thousands of people back there. Move them up, please. Yeah. All, they, all these people, don't get bored. Don't get angry at me, because you're going to get bored, because it's so much. The American people do not believe the corrupt fake news anymore. They have ruined their reputation. But, you know, it used to be that they'd argue with me. I'd fight. So I'd fight, they'd fight, I'd fight, they'd fight, pop up. You'd believe me, you'd believe them. Somebody comes out, you know. They had their point of view, I had my point of view. But you'd have an argument. Now what they do is they go silent. It's called suppression. And that's what happens in a communist country. That's what they do. They suppress. You don't fight with them anymore, unless it's a bad story. If they have a little bad story about me, they make it 10 times worse, and it's a major headline. But Hunter Biden, they don't talk about him. What happened to Hunter? Where's Hunter? Where's Hunter? They don't talk about him. Now watch, all the sets will go off. Well, they can't do that because they get good ratings. <laughs> the ratings are too good. Now, where's Hunter? You know, and, and how come Joe was allowed to give a billion dollars of money to get rid of the prosecutor in Ukraine? How does that happen? I'd ask you that question. How does that happen? Can you imagine if I said that? If I said that, it would be a whole different ballgame. And how come Hunter gets three and a half million dollars from 
the mayor of Moscow's wife and gets hundreds of thousands of dollars to sit on an energy board, even though he admits he has no knowledge of energy, and millions of dollars up front? And how come they go into China and they leave with billions of dollars to manage? Have you managed money before? No, I haven't. Oh, that's good. Here's about $3 billion. No, they don't talk about that. No, we have a corrupt media. They've gone silent. They've gone dead. I now realize how good it was, if you go back 10 years, I realized how good, even though I didn't necessarily love him, I realized how good. It was like a cleansing motion, right? But we don't have that anymore. We don't have a fair media anymore. It's suppression. And you have to be very careful with that. And they've lost all credibility in this country. We will not be intimidated into accepting the hoaxes and the lies that We've been forced to believe over the past several weeks we've amassed overwhelming evidence about a fake election. This is the presidential election. Last night was a little bit better because of the fact that we had a lot of eyes watching one specific state, but they cheated like hell anyway. You have one of the dumbest governors in the United States. And you know, when I endorsed him. At the, I didn't know this guy. At the request of David Perdue, he said, friend of mine's running for governor. What's his name? And you know the rest. He was in fourth place, fifth place. I don't know. He was wait, He was doing poorly. I endorsed him. He went like a rocket ship, and he won. And then I had to beat Stacey Abrams with this guy, Brian Kemp. I had to beat Stacey Abrams. And I had to beat Oprah. Used to be a friend of mine. You know, I was on her last show, or last week, she picked the five outstanding people. I don't think she thinks that anymore. Once I ran for president, I didn't notice there were too many calls coming in from Oprah. Believe it or not, she used to like me, but I was one of the five outstanding people. And I had a campaign against Michelle Obama and Barack Hussein Obama against Stacey. And I had Brian Kemp. He weighs 130 pounds. He said he played offensive line in football. I'm trying to figure that out. I'm still trying to figure that out. So that oh, night, we're now getting into his weight? Man. He, he is certainly happy warrior, man. There's something to be said for that. Question is whether or not he's burning the Republican Party as he goes. That's a worthy conversation. We'll get into it. I'm Tony Katz. The rally to save America, the Save America March. It's happening in Washington, D.C. before the electors start getting counted. Me, I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. The president is speaking. He has been uh, since the start of the hour. He is still talking. Let's take it to President Trump. votes in Pennsylvania were illegally counted, even though they were received after Election Day. In other words, they were received after Election Day. Let's count them anyway. And what they did in many cases is they did fraud. They took the date and they moved it back so that it no longer is after Election Day. And more than 60,000 ballots in Pennsylvania were reported received back. They got back before they were ever supposedly mailed out. In other words, you got the ballot back before you mailed it, which is also logically and logistically impossible, right? 
Think of that one. You got the ballot back. Let's send the ballots. Oh, they've already been sent. But we got the ballot back before they were sent. I don't think that's too good, right? 25,000 ballots in Pennsylvania were requested by nursing home residents, all in a single giant batch, not legal, indicating an enormous illegal ballot harvesting operation. You're not allowed to do it. It's against the law. The day before the election, the state of Pennsylvania reported the number of absentee ballots that had been sent out. Yet this number was suddenly and drastically increased by 400,000 people. It was increased. Nobody knows where it came from. By 400,000 ballots one day after the election. It remains totally unexplained. They said, well, we can't uh, figure that. Now, that's many, many times what it would take to overthrow the state. Just that one element. 400,000 ballots appeared from nowhere right after the election. By the way, Pennsylvania has now seen all of this. They didn't know because it was so quick. They had a vote. They voted. But now they see all this stuff. It's all come to light. It doesn't happen that fast. And they want to recertify their votes. They want to recertify. But the only way that can happen is if Mike Pence agrees to send it back. Mike Pence has to agree to send it back. And many people in Congress want it sent back. And think of what you're doing. Let's say you don't do it. Somebody says, well, we have to obey the Constitution. And you are, because you're protecting our country and you're protecting the Constitution. So you are. But think of what happens. Let's say they're stiffs and they're stupid people. And they say, well, we really have no choice. Even though Pennsylvania and other states want to redo their votes, they want to see the numbers, they already have the numbers, go very quickly. And they want to redo their legislature. Because many of these votes were taken, as I said, because it wasn't approved by their legislature. You know? That in itself is legal. And then you have the scam. And that's all of the things that we're talking about. But think of this. If you don't do that, that means you will have a president of the United States for four years with his wonderful son. You will have a president who lost all of these states. Or you will have a president, to put it another way, who was voted on by a bunch of stupid people who lost all of these states. You will have an illegitimate president. That's what you'll have. And we can't let that happen. These are the facts that you won't hear from the fake news media. It's all part of the suppression effort. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it. In fact, when I started talking about that, I guarantee you a lot of the television sets and a lot of those cameras went off. And that's a lot of cameras back there. But a lot of them went off. But these are the things you don't hear about. You don't hear what you just heard. And I'm going to go over a few more states. But you don't hear it by the people who want to deceive you and demoralize you and control you, big tech media. Just like the suppression polls that said, we're going to lose Wisconsin by 17 points. Well, we won Wisconsin. They don't have it that way because they lost just by a little sliver. But they had me down the day before Washington Post ABC poll, down 17 points. I called up a real pollster. I said, what is that? Sir, that's called a suppression poll. 
I think you're going to win Wisconsin, sir. I said, but why don't they make it four or five points? Because then people vote. But when you're down 17, they say, hey, I'm not going to waste my time. I love the president, but there's no way. Despite that, despite that, we won Wisconsin. It's going to see. I mean, you'll see. But that's called suppression, because a lot of people, when they see that, it's very interesting. This pollster said, sir, if you're down three, four, five people vote, when you go down 17, they say, let's save, let's go and have dinner, and let's watch the presidential defeat tonight on television, darling. And just like the radical left tries to blacklist you on social media, every time I put out a tweet, that's even if it's totally correct, totally correct, I get a flag. I get a flag. And they also don't let you get out. You know, on Twitter, it's very hard to come onto my account. It's very hard to get out a message. They don't let the message get out nearly like they should. But I've had many people say, I can't get on your Twitter. I don't care about Twitter. Twitter's bad news. They're all bad news. But you know what? If you want to get out a message, and if you want to go through big tech, social media, they are really, if you're a conservative, if you're a Republican, if you have a big voice, I guess they call it shadow ban, right? Shadow ban. They shadow ban you, and it should be illegal. I've been telling these Republicans, get rid of Section 230. And for some reason, Mitch and the group, they don't want to put it in there, and they don't realize that that's going to be the end of the Republican Party as we know it, but it's never going to be the end of us. Never. <laughs> let them get out. Let, let the weak ones get out. This is a time for strength. They also want to indoctrinate your children in school by teaching them things that aren't so. They want to indoctrinate your children. It's all part of the comprehensive assault on our democracy, and the American people are finally standing up and saying, no, this crowd is, again, a testament to it. I did no advertising. I did nothing. You do have some groups that are big supporters. I want to thank that, Amy and everybody. We have some incredible supporters. Incredible. But we didn't do anything. This just happened. Two months ago, we had a massive crowd come down to Washington. I said, what are they there for? Sir, they're there for you. We have nothing to do with it. These groups are for — they're forming all over the United States. And we got to remember, in a year from now, you're going to start working on Congress. And we got to get rid of the weak Congress people, the ones that aren't any good, the Liz Cheney's of the world. We got to get rid of them. We got to get rid. You know, she never wants a soldier brought home. 20, I brought a lot of our soldiers home. I don't know, somewhat like it. They're in countries that nobody even knows the name, nobody knows where they are. They're dying. They're great, but they're dying. They're losing their arms, their legs, their face. I brought them back home, largely back home, Afghanistan, Iraq. Remember I used to say in the old days, don't go in Iraq, but if you go in, keep the oil. We didn't keep the oil. So stupid, so stupid, these people. And Iraq has billions and billions of dollars now in the bank. And what did we do? We get nothing. We never get. But we do, actually. We kept the oil here. Or we, kept, we did good. We got rid of the ISIS caliphate. We got rid of plenty of different things that everybody knows. And the rebuilding of our military in three years, people said it couldn't be done. And it was all made in the USA. All made in the USA. Best equipment in the world. In Wisconsin, 
corrupt Democrat-run cities, deployed more than 500 illegal, unmanned, unsecured drop boxes, which collected a minimum of 91,000 unlawful votes. It was razor-thin, the loss. This one thing alone is much more than we would need. But there are many. The things. president is going to continue. Lord only knows for how long, but the electors are going to start. We're going to cover all of it. This is Tony Katz today. The president continues to speak there in Washington, D.C. The Save America March, the rally to save America, goes by a couple of names. Me, I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. The president continues his conversation, speaking to the crowd, which seems to be pretty large. Let's hear what he has to say. Election officials pull boxes, Democrats, and suitcases of ballots out from under a table. You all saw it on television. Totally fraudulent. And illegally scanned them for nearly two hours, totally unsupervised. Tens of thousands of votes. This act coincided with a mysterious vote dump of up to 100,000 votes for Joe Biden, almost none for Trump. Oh, that sounds fair. That was at 1.34 a.m. The Georgia Secretary of State and pathetic Governor of Georgia have reached, although he says I'm a great president, you know, I, I sort of maybe have to change. He said the other day, yes, I do, I disagree with President, but he's been a great president. Oh, good, thanks. Thank you very much. Because of him and others. Yeah, Brian Kemp, vote him the hell out of office, please. Well, his rates are so low. You know, his approval rating now, I think it just reached a record low. They've rejected five separate appeals for an independent and comprehensive audit of signatures in Fulton County, even without an audit, the number of fraudulent ballots that we've identified across the state is staggering. Over 10,300 ballots in Georgia were cast by individuals whose names and dates of birth match Georgia residents who died in 2020 and prior to the election. More than 2,500 ballots were cast by individuals whose names and dates of birth match incarcerated felons in Georgia prison, people who are not allowed to vote. More than 4,500 illegal ballots were cast by individuals who do not appear on the state's own voter rolls. Over 18,000 illegal ballots were cast by individuals who registered to vote using an address listed as vacant, according to the Postal Service. At least 88,000 ballots in Georgia were cast by people whose registrations were illegally backdated. 66,000 votes, each one of these is far more than we need. 66,000 votes in Georgia were cast by individuals under the legal voting age. And at least 15,000 ballots were cast by individuals who moved out of the state prior to November 3rd election. They say they moved right back. They move right back. Oh, they moved out, they move right back. Okay. They miss Georgia that, that much. I do. I love Georgia. But it's a corrupt system. Despite all of this, the margin in Georgia is only 11,779 votes. Each and every one of these issues is enough to give us a victory in Georgia, a big, beautiful victory. Make no mistake, this election was stolen from you, from me, and from the country. And not a single swing state has conducted a comprehensive audit to remove the illegal ballots. 
This should absolutely occur in every single contested state before the election is certified. In the state of Arizona, over 36,000 ballots were illegally cast by non-citizens. 2,000 ballots were returned with no address. More than 22,000 ballots were returned before they were ever supposedly mailed out. They returned, but we haven't mailed them yet. 11,600 more ballots and votes were counted, more than there were actual voters. You see that? So you have more votes, again, than you have voters. 150,000 people registered in Mayacopa County after the registration deadline. 103,000 ballots in the county were sent for electronic adjudication with no Republican observers. In Clark County, Nevada, the accuracy settings on signature verification machines were purposely lowered before they were used to count over 130,000 ballots. If you signed your name as Santa Claus, it would go through. There were also more than 42,000 double votes in Nevada. Over 150,000 people were hurt so badly by what took place, and 1,500 ballots were cast by individuals whose names and dates of birth matched Nevada residents who died in 2020 prior to November 3rd election. More than 8,000 votes were cast by individuals who had no address and probably didn't live there. The margin in Nevada is down at a very low number. Any of these things would have taken care of the situation. We would have won Nevada also. Every one of these we're going over, we win. In Michigan, quickly, the Secretary of State, a real great one, flooded the state with unsolicited mail-in ballot applications sent to every person on the rolls in direct violation of state law. More than 17,000 Michigan ballots were cast by individuals whose names and dates of birth matched people who were deceased. In Wayne County, that's a great one, that's Detroit, 174,000 ballots were counted without being tied to an actual registered voter. Nobody knows where they came from. Also in Wayne County, poll watchers observed canvassers rescanning batches of ballots over and over again, up to three or four or five times. In Detroit, turnout was 139% of registered voters. Think of that. So. You had 139% of the people in Detroit voting. This is in Michigan, Detroit, Michigan. A career employee of the Detroit City of Detroit testified under penalty of perjury that she witnessed city workers coaching voters to vote straight Democrat while accompanying them to watch who they voted for. When a Republican came in, they wouldn't talk to him. The same worker was instructed not to ask for any voter ID and not to attempt to validate any signatures if they were Democrats. She also told to illegally and was told backdate ballots received after the deadline and reports that thousands and thousands of ballots were improperly backdated. That's Michigan. Four witnesses have testified under penalty of perjury. So the president is continuing his conversation in front of the crowd that's amassed in Washington, D.C. Me, I'm Tony Katz. The electors, that whole conversation is going to get going. And if we get the chance, we're going to share it with you. And while the president is speaking and there's conversation about the electors and 
I don't think the president has it right. I don't think the vice president can send the electors back to the states. I don't know where that's possible. The word came out that Joe Biden, his attorney general pick, Merrick Garland. That's some Trump-level trolling right there. 2021. <laughs> you thought it'd be easy. Whoo. Parlor Tony Katz, Facebook Tony Katz Radio. This is Tony Katz today.